Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock. And uh, just here with a little message. I know this isn't a brand new episode, even though it's Monday, but... Uh, Sean is on vacation, and I am um, really sick. Uh, I don't know what happened. Um, Maybe it was watching Steph Curry miss that dunk. I don't know, but I am really sick. Uh, But I promise we'll be back on Wednesday with a brand new episode. Uh, But what we do have for you here today, because I didn't want to not release anything, is uh, we've unlocked one of our premium Patreon episodes for you non-Patreons. Listen to it. And um, it's only five bucks a month. You get four of these. You get one every Friday, a bonus episode of Round Ball Rock. Um, if you are a Patreon, I'm sorry about the rerun. I promise you, brand new episode on Wednesday and on Friday. Um, I, seriously, I feel really bad about not being able to put out an episode. Um, but uh, Steph Curry literally made my body sick, I guess. Um or maybe I played in maybe I played in five overtimes and didn't just watch them. I don't know, but we'll talk about all that stuff on Wednesday. Um, and uh, you know what? Actually, show us some reader. If, uh, send us some reader mail if you're listening to uh, this. Uh, maybe we'll do a little mailbag this week for Wednesday. Uh, tweet at us at Round Rock Pod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. or call us on the phone at the number in the description of this podcast. Um, Shut it down. Let's go home and listen to this rerun or not a rerun if you have, uh, if you're not a Patreon. And um, trust the process. It's the Round Ball Rock Patreon Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling. Pablo Francisco. Mike Barinholtz, Joey Devine, 
Michael McDonald, but not the one who sings what a fool believes. Phil Lamar. Sean Keen. Jordan Peele. Deborah Wilson. Musical guest, Audio Slave. And now, the permanent host of the Round Ball Rock Patreon podcast, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your permanent host of the Round Ball Rock Patreon podcast. And I've got to say, I got a bone to pick with Don, the ghost of Don Pardo. I'm here with Sean Keen. Sean, we need to talk about the ghost of Don Pardo really quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that was a wild, clearly he was reading the cast members from Mad TV. Uh-huh. And he picked some wild people. <laughs> uh, how do you, how dare you talk about Mad TV and not talk about Alex Borstein, baby? Mm, that is, that's true. He left out Will Sasso. Will too. Sasso. No Artie Lang? Uh, Aries Spears. He also didn't have Aries Spears. Bobby Lee? Bobby Lee was the one where that is, a, <laughs> that's an oversight. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, yeah, Alex, Alex Borstein, uh, Emmy Award winner mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So you know. I'm looking at longest tenured Mad TV cast members. Sean, uh-huh. do you have a guess as to who the longest tenured Mad TV cast member is? I think it's Michael McDonald. It is. He was on for all 10 years. Or no, yeah. it was on longer than 10 years, but he was on for 10 years. <laughs> do you know who number two is? Um, is it Aries Spears? It's Bobby Lee, baby. Nine years. Congratulations, Bobby Uh, Lee. Nicole Sullivan, Deborah Wilson, Aries Spears, all come in with a hot eight. Will Sasso coming in at seven, and then reviving his career on Vine, and then Vine very quickly shuttling. Haven't heard from him since. Will Sasso? Yeah. Uh, what a, he's a talent. He was in that th- the Three Stooges mo- reboot. Mm-hmm. See, if that one had just one best picture instead of Green Book, wouldn't that have been like better for everybody? Here's a funny thing. Craig Anton. Yes. Uh, he was on Mad TV for three years, which is a long time to be on Mad TV looking at this list. Uh, never a repertory player, only a featured player only. Oh. (laughs) That's crazy. I thought Uh, Orlando Jones was on longer, I'm gonna be honest. Only two years. Are you talking about Osmosis Jones? I am talking about Osmosis Jones. Uh... Uh Andy Daly, people don't remember him on Mad TV. He did he, two years. He like, he like immediately became like the Phil Hartman of Mad TV too, mm-hmm. where it was just like, well, this guy's gonna be. He plays a straight man grown up, and uh, what what is that woman's name? Mrs. Um, the racist Mrs. character. Juan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she, he is gonna get frustrated by Mrs. Swan. Mm-hmm. Our friend, of course, Chris uh, Christian Duguay, did a year on Mad TV. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, here's a weird thing I didn't know. Did you know 
Taron Killam was on Mad TV for one season. I had no idea. Is he None. The, is he the only person to ever do the Mad TV SNL? He has to, right? <laughs> I mean, there's still time for Bronger to get on. See, SNL. that's that's my guy. Um, or if like, <laughs> I was just imagining like, okay. I'm not wishing this on him. You mm-hmm. know what? You know what? I'm not even. I'm not even going to say this. I'm going to say for some reason, Alec Baldwin receives like a diplomatic post overseas. <laughs> uh-huh. Would Lauren Michaels consider adding Frank Caliendo to the cast? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. If I mean maybe if John Madden was president. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's still <laughs> there's still a chance. Um, has Jordan Peele ever hosted SNL? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. Wait. Uh, what about Jeff Richards? Jeff Richards is the first one to do uh, both shows. I Did you remember? Do not Jeff- know who Jeff Richards is. I'm going to be honest. Uh, he's in three episodes in 2000, which is the sixth <laughs> season of Mad TV. And then the following year, he joined the 27th season of Saturday Night Live. Um, mm. He he was there for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, he was promoted to a repertory player for the 29th season, but he left the show on his own terms. And uh, his most popular character on SNL was Drunk Girl. It was on Weekend Update nine times, based on an audience member from the Comedy Store. Okay, in La Jolla, not the not I'm the Hollywood. I'm gonna say, sitting here thinking about it, you know what? Lorne not ever bringing Andy Daly in is actually a huge mistake for SNL. Yeah, because he could have been on the show for like a decade. Yeah, he was floating around for a very long time. Everyone knew he was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, and he was working with SNL people constantly, too. (laughs) He's in, uh, you know, semi-pro. Anyway, yeah. Just, just, he's been a treasure forever. Um, okay, Sean, we need to talk about something that's not on the rundown real quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, but first... Welcome, Patreon subscribers. Sorry, I didn't do that. I got subtra- I got distracted by Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for subscribing, um, and welcome to your Friday bon- bonus episode. We are going to talk about basketball, not just Mad TV cast members. Um, uh, arguably. <laughs> so let's do that now. Let's go to the news. Okay. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Okay, Sean. Our top story. The Big Three had its draft tonight. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, Do you want to talk about the new Big Three rosters? Yeah, let me... Um. I'll pull it up right now. Okay, great, great, okay. great. So, Royce White went number one in the draft. Uh, People might remember Royce White from the one summer league game he played in that I saw. Uh, And he had such an awesome pass 
in that dra- in that it was mm-hmm. it fucking ruled. Um he uh he did say in an interview afterwards that there were only two point guards in the world who were 68 and weighed 270 and the other one was in Hollywood. Is he talking about LeBron James or Magic Johnson? Uh maybe it is Le- maybe he is talking about Magic Johnson <laughs> because uh I believe Magic Johnson has played in the NBA more recently than Royce White. Is that right? I think Royce only played in the D-League. I mean, he played in a summer league game. I saw it. Does that count as playing in the NBA? Uh, No. Okay. Then no. Um, So number two was center Chris Johnson, who I'm going to be honest. I don't know who that is, Sean. Do you? I don't know who they're talking about. Um, (laughs) But he went number two in the big three draft. I, I feel like there's... You know who would tell who would be able to Aren't tell there, us who are, that I was? Could... I bet Kelly Dwyer knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it looks like he was born. He's he's thirty three, which would be illegally young for the big three if we were in the first season. Mm-hmm. He went undrafted. He was the ninth pick in the two thousand ten D League draft. Okay, he's had a couple ten days. He uh, played for the Santa Cruz Warriors briefly. Um, he's incredibly unmemorable. He went to LSU for four years. Okay. He's 33. No idea. All right. Good Still for no him. Uh, he must have had a fabulous workout. Uh-huh. Uh, number three, of course, our man, the weedsman, Larry Sanders. Mm-hmm. So, so two of the first three picks are people that cannot be reliably trusted to show up to games at all, much less not show up to the games high. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Royce White, but they only play once a week, so Royce White should be able to like take a Madden style big three bus. A Royce White cruiser. The Royce White cruiser. That would be <laughs> cool, actually. Uh yeah, that would be cool. Uh number four, Josh Powell, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, a from forever the we believe wolf. we believe warriors. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> He's not Dwight Powell, Josh Powell. Yes. Uh, number five, Will McDonald. Don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. Uh, number six, Yakuba Diawara. I like kind of remember how he was on the Memphis Grizzlies. He's is he French? I don't know. I thought he was a D League player, a G League player, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Number seven, though, the biggest hog in this draft, I guarantee it. Greg Oden, baby. Center for the aliens. I love it. Um, can I give you Will McDonald's career highlight? Sure can. He went viral because he was playing for the Petron Blaze Boosters. Okay. And uh, they were playing Barocco Bull Energy. He threw the ball into an opponent's forehead and it trended on YouTube because the guy took so long to flop after content. Uh, that's in the Philippines. Okay. I, I shouldn't have to tell you that, that we're all the capital, the, the, the out of control basketball brawl capital of the world. Hey, Jean, the you're fil- a big three expert. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Andre Blotch in this league? Uh, Is he I don't still know. too young. 
No, he, I think he's just maybe too unpleasant. It really helps if you, um, so the way it works, just, just, if you're not familiar with the big three, you've attended uh, multiple big three drafts. Not yes, this I one, have. Though. I have. I would, I was at the first two. Um, but, uh, the way it works is they have each team, I think has three captains this year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, and those guys basically run the team. So often you get guys who are interested in getting dudes who, uh, used to play with them. So like Steven Jackson is a captain along with meta world peace. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, so often you're just picking guys who used to be your teammates like, um, Bonzi Wells and Jermaine O'Neal are about to enter their third year as teammates, and Jermaine O'Neal drafted him both times. I think maybe they have some fond memories mm-hmm. of or playing maybe the they Blazers like to smoke together. Weed. They definitely like to smoke weed a lot. I'll I'll, I'll address that a little later. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so who's the eighth pick, Joey? Uh, forever Joey Divine uh, enemy, Patrick O'Brien. Yes. Uh, wasn't he like the first? First round pick to play in the D League. First uh, lottery sure pick was. to play in the D League. Sure was. Uh, Don <laughs> Nelson is. sent him away because he hated him so much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Royce White was also wearing a t-shirt that said, I flew here. It had a picture of a plane. Very. That's very funny. Good for... I Look, I hope Royce White fucking rules in look, this. Look, I want all these weirdos to do well. <laughs> Greg Oden, I think, will actually... Um, I think this will be good for him. Um, and then, of course, at number nine, Sean with an E Williams, uh, notable bad, bad person, right? Uh, I'm I'm sure he was kicked out of college <laughs> at Boston College, I believe. Um, he, he did other stuff. too. Yeah, I think he's a bad I think he's a bad guy, uh, but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, let's let, click on personal life. Uh, possession of marijuana. Okay, he's fine there. Uh, felony drug charges for selling codeine. I don't really <laughs> care about that either, I'll be honest. Um, drug charges uh, for marijuana in Memphis. Uh, you know what? I this think- is the This is the other guy. This is the less bad guy, Shawnee Williams. He was not kicked out of college. Okay, the other that's one a was different kicked out Sean of college. Okay, sorry. That's, that's I think that's Sean Williams from Boston College. This one is from this one went to Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, this guy does seem to have had a bit of a codeine problem. But who uh, among us, though? You know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> S.E.A.N. Williams was was kicked out of Boston College. Yeah, yeah, this is the Nick. This guy had a one random really good Nick year, remember? Yes, yes, yes. Totally. Yeah, this one, I like this Sean Williams, actually. I forgot. This guy's going to rule in the big three. Yeah, I think, he, I think he's a good pick. Because there's a certain kind of guy who's just, um, a big part of the strategy is, you know, it's half court three on three. So if you have a guy who just gets hella rebounds, it's very valuable. Yeah. Good job, Sean. He also shoots threes. This guy shoots threes, too. 
Uh, he can probably shoot fours, I bet. Yeah, I hope so. God, I wish fours. I th- I wish the big three was better, man. And then finally, at 10, the best logo in sports, the go- best name in sports, the Ghost Ballers. Again, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, it's a little teeny tiny ghost with a purple headband on. It's the best <laughs> logo in the history of basketball or any sport. Uh, selected... One of my favorite random NBA guys. He's got a great name, but more importantly, before he was in the NBA, he was a motherfucking Harlem Globetrotter in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. They selected Mr. Jamario Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say, after just watching him in person a couple times, he seems like a really good guy. Yeah, I He's get like it. really, really nice to people. Mm-hmm. Um also, like, yeah, still, still can jump really high. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to let's let's just burn through but the um, the other guys we know Sean, who got picked? Oh yeah, sorry. I'm a little upset though. Did you What's know that? Jason Richardson was in this draft? Yeah, he he went in the second round. Yeah, apparently. that's a bummer. <laughs> but he didn't get picked higher. <laughs> yeah, he should have gone number one. Also, guys in this draft, uh, you might remember Brandon Rush. Mm-hmm. Craig Smith, the Rhino, the Rhino on enemy. <laughs> Alan Anderson, who may have played in the NBA last year, uh, he was he. <laughs> I think he's the first guy. I don't think he played last year, but but at the draft, he got drafted last year, and he had played in the NBA the preceding mm-hmm. season. So I believe he's the first person to play in the NBA in the Big Three in the same year. Uh, Mario Chalmers. Not uh, that far out of the NBA himself. No. Uh, C.J. Watson. Still feels like he's in the NBA. Uh, USA killer, Carlos Arroyo. Very famously uh, beat the single-handedly beat that uh, hilariously bad um, USA basketball That's, team in yeah. the 2000 World Championships uh, that was coached by uh, enemy of the podcast, George Carl. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, Bonzi Wells once again drafted. Cannot c- just make him a captain. What are they doing here? So let me tell you. Let me d- <laughs> quickly tell you my my story about uh, the big three last year. Sitting in the media room, uh, I was with a correspondent from Black Sports Online, and then um, author Jeff Perlman. We were the only media that was still there in the third round. Why was he not digging up dirt on some uh, famously bad historical sports team? Uh, He was working on a book about the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, which I think is coming out soon, actually. Uh, So cannot wait for the the rumors rumors in that one. But he would. It was at the FS1 building last year, so he could have been talking to like anyone. Maybe mm-hmm. he was there to talk to Skip. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, when Bonzi Wells got drafted, a former former uh, lottery pick for the New Jersey Nets, Terrence Williams, mm-hmm. got so mad, mm-hmm. uh, and rightfully so, because Bonzi Wells had been a captain, and just before the draft, they announced he had medically retired from the Big Three. Mm-hmm. But Jermaine O'Neal drafted him anyway, rather than a former lottery pick from like what 2011? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. A guy who was like 29 years old and did not weigh 300 pounds, as Bonzi Wells absolutely did mm-hmm. last summer. 
right, let's uh, blow through these rosters and yeah, decide yeah, yeah. which team we like. Yeah. All right. Team Power, your captains. These are the defending champs, which means okay. they didn't draft anyone. Same team as last year. They okay. run it back. You've got Corey Maggetti, mm-hmm. Katino Mobley, old gray beard, mm. Glenn, old baby Davis, mm. then Ryan Gomes, uh-huh. teammate of the Rhino, uh, Q Rich, Quentin Richardson, mm. and Former of course, th- it's time for the Birdman to fly, Chris Anderson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They won last year. They're coached by Nancy Lieberman. Um, seems like a good. Seems like a good team. Little, little high on like a lot of size there. Not a lot of ball old. handling. No, but I think it. It's like half court basketball is like what uh, Corey McGetty's always wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had like a devastating leg injury at the very beginning of the first game of the big three season. So he was like a man on a mission probably would have liked to get a little more youth on the mm-hmm. team. I think, uh, all right. Three's company hilariously mm-hmm. still a captain. Dermar Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Baron Davis, co-captain uh-huh. drew good and boo. Uh-huh. Uh, Andre Emmett, Jason mm-hmm. Maxiel, and Dijon Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Andre Emmett is like a dude who never played in the NBA, but rules in the big three. He's like one of the younger dudes, very athletic, takes some heat off. This is, uh, Iverson's old team that basically Baron took over and, right. uh, Baron so- deserves a better team than this. That's what I'm going to say. Baron had a couple games where he just really cut fire last year. Mm-hmm. I think they were, but th- I think that- they lost the final. He should be year? on a better team. These other guys suck. Let's get Baron. Why isn't Jason Richardson on this team? Yeah, that's true. They could have arranged. It's weird that Jason Richardson isn't a captain. Yeah, and Dermar Johnson is. All right, anyway, the three-headed monsters. Here we go. Richard Lewis, Reggie Evans, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, Larry Sanders, Trey Simmons, and Mario Chalmers. This is a strong team, I feel like. Yeah, I think so, too. Mario Chalmers is going to be very good in this format. Um, and Richard, Richard Lewis and Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, who has got to be like 49 or 50 mm-hmm. years old right now. Yeah. But he still has like an unstoppable jump shot. All right. Your so, next team. Yeah. And future champions. This this team is going to win the big three, Sean. Oh. I'm telling you right now. Tri-State. We've got Jermaine O'Neal. We've got Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. We've got Nate Robinson. We've got Jason Richardson. We've got Yakahuba Diawara, and we have Bonzi Wells. My my fear is that this team collectively likes to smoke weed too much. I get I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said you need size in the big three. You got shooting. Look. Jay Rich can still shoot a three, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably fours. And, uh, you know, you got Nate. N- Nate's going to try hard every single game. Yeah, he 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 actually really ruled last year. And I think, look, Amari and Jay Rich and Jermaine O'Neal are not actually that far away from ha- being on NBA rosters or yes, professional absolutely. basketball rosters. 
Like Amari was playing professionally last year in Israel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, they did come in fourth last year. They could be they. The presence of Bonzi Wells is not great, but I wonder if they're just going to have an injury replacement. I think that's what I'm guessing is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, this team here. You know what? I'm upset, though, actually now reading this team. The big uh-huh. three is fucked up. I'm going to tell you right now. So the killer threes, you've uh-huh. got Steven Jackson. Uh-huh. You've got Metal World Peace. Uh-huh. You've got Al Harrington. Yeah. Which I get it. It's like a Malice in the Palace thing, right? Although Al Harrington is not. Oh, no, he is back on the Pacers for the Malice. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have Josh Powell, Dante Green, CJ Watson. But here's uh-huh. the thing. You got Steven Jackson. You got Al Harrington. You got Baron Davis. Uh-huh. You got Jason Richardson. I'm sure Matt Barnes would play. Yes. You could put the whole... I'm sure Monte Ellis would play. You could get the whole We Believe Warriors in the big three. Yeah. Well, and also you've got Baron... I mean... Yeah, I don't I don't really understand how you wouldn't just work a trade between Baron Davis and Metal World Peace here. <laughs> now, my my thought is that they want Steven Jackson to be on Metal World Peace's team as like a calming influence. I think so, although I mean, he got kicked out of a game within seconds when they played in Detroit this year. Steven was- Jackson did. <laughs> Dale Ron, uh, oh, Metal World Metal Peace, Peace. back okay. in Detroit, he like Very right, cool. he kicked the ball, like he he got called for a foul and he punted the basketball. Okay, here's and a Charles Oakley's the coach. This team <laughs> so, is so fucking weird. Charles Oakley almost fought James Flight White one year. By <laughs> yeah, way. well, here we go. Speaking of trilogy, you got Jason Terry, Captain. only a year out of the NBA. Yeah, you got James White, Flight White. Uh-huh. always only minutes away from being in a dunk contest and losing to David Lee. <laughs> I believe he's a for- he's the former defensive player of the year in the big three as well. You have someone named David Hawkins, who I'm going to be honest, I don't know who that is, as the mm-hmm. other co-captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you have Patrick O'Brien, Sam Young, which wasn't mm. wasn't he at USC? Is he that that Sam Young? Uh, he used to play for Memphis, and he okay. was like a third string power forward. Yeah, yeah, it's the Sam Young from USC who was like good in the tournament, but then was like a second round draft pick. That one, it's not he's not like very tall. I yeah. think. And Carlos Arroyo, again, destroyer of. World, the uh, hit hero pre, uh, pre JJ Barea, Puerto Rican basketball all star. Yeah. Um, uh, this Sam Young is from Pitt, apparently. Okay. Uh, now you have your worst team. This team will always be the worst team in the uh, uh-huh. uh, big three as long as Rick Barry is their coach, uh-huh. which I believe he still is, right? <laughs> he is definitely still their coach. Uh, the ball hogs. So, coached by Rick Barry, <laughs> Captain Brian Scalabrini. Yes. Co-captain Josh J. Chill Childress. Mm-hmm. Co-captain Deshaun Stevenson. 
Yeah, tattoo enthusiast. And then three guys, I'm not sure who they are. Will McDonald, Jermaine Taylor, and someone named Dusan Balut. I don't know who that is. I'm looking it up. I'm like, wondering if this is like a novelty player. That they're just trying to... Okay. He sort of is. But... Oh! This guy... This is a uh-oh. stunt. This is a stunt. Okay. But it's not a stunt. So he's a Serbian professional basketball player, Sean. But he's mm-hmm. currently ranked number one in the world in three-on-three basketball by FIBA. Yeah. Well, he's... Um... Are these guys going to listen to the guy who's number one in the world at three-on-three basketball. (laughs) Serbia's... Well, they're bringing three-on-three basketball to the Olympics, right? Yes. So Serbia has, like, by far the dominant team. This is so interesting. Also that, like, it kind of makes this team, like, team white power. You know what I mean? (laughs) Scalabrini, Barry, Balut... Uh, then you have the Ghost Ballers again. Best branding in basketball. Captain Mike Bibby back again. Ricky mm-hmm. Davis, the walking, walking, uh, walking bucket. Ricky Davis, mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer, Jesus, and then Jamario Moon, Alex Scales, and Mike Taylor. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say I don't think it's gonna be the Ghost Ballers year, Sean. I don't think so either. Um... Here's another big three mistake. Jesus yeah. Christ. So the triplets. Uh-huh. Captained. You know who they're captained by, Sean? Oh, I'm so excited about this guy. Future Hall of Famer and seven-time All-Star Joe Johnson. Yeah. Okay, if you have Joe Johnson and Josh Childress in your league, uh-huh. why are they not on the same team? I don't know. You Couldn't you and, put you, and um, then you get Damar Josh Johnson Smith. on that team? No, then you get Josh Smith, dude. He oh, Josh Smith is a captain of a different team. Yeah, this is insane. All right. You don't just reunite the the beloved mid two thousand Atlanta Hawks yeah. teams, dude. You should be reuniting all the beloved weirdo loser two thousands NBA teams in here. Get well, the yeah. Clippers back together. The Darius Miles Lamar Odom Clippers. Quentin Richardson's mm-hmm. in the league. That is true. Lamar, Lamar Odom also in the league. Very sad. Seems like they're maybe abusing him a little bit, right? Um, I I do not agree with that interpretation, okay. and the reason is, um, I think it's more that they're getting him a payday because okay. it being in the big three does not seem particularly hard. Like guys, guys are playing hard and trying to win and stuff. But there are some cases where it's like, I don't, I don't like it. It, um, it didn't work out for them to have Allen Iverson be a player coach, for example. Sure. But it also didn't seem like he was hurt by the experience. Mm-hmm. He just didn't show up a couple times. Okay. Um, but no, it seems like I think they get paid decently because now they're going to be on CBS. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't, I still don't, I still don't like, I don't, as someone who has watched a lot of games and written about a lot of games, I don't really think it's a good television product. I completely understand going to the game mm-hmm. because there's a lot of games in one place. You get to see a lot of guys. It's very accessible. 
but like on television, it's hard to even like keep track of the teams. It actually seems like a thing that should be edited, frankly. You know, yeah, which was the idea initially, but people just kind of hate tape delayed sports, apparently. But like, is anyone actually looking to see who won these games? I don't know. Anyway, it's Joe Johnson, Al Jefferson, Gennaro Pargo are your captains. Uh, Gennaro Pargo, that's a captaincy for for all his service to the league. (laughs) And then Chris Johnson, Alan Anderson, and Sergio Gibson. Mm Mm-hmm. Who, is he another international three-on-three player? I've never heard of him, but, uh, oh, his name is Teddy Gibson. (laughs) He plays in the Dutch Basketball League. Um, I don't understand this. He's born in Louisiana. There's no, well, I guess he went to Arkansas and then is like the king of Dutch basketball. Uh, the, his number one is the, the, he played on a team for three years called my guide. One word, Amsterdam. Uh Yeah, he's he wins a lot. He's won four times in the Dutch league. He's won the Bosnian league, the Hungary, the Hungarian league, the Hungarian cup, the Bosnian cup. And, oh, and he was a Dutch basketball league dunk contest champ. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. That team seems like it's going to suck. Uh, then we have the aliens who a brand new team don't like this team. Andre Owens, your captain. Uh-huh. Kendrick Perkins, cap co-captain. Shannon Brown, co-captain. Andre Owens is a dude that just gets buckets in the big three. Greg Oden, Brandon Rush, Robert Vaden. Um, I'm reading this list here, Sean, and I'm I have a question for you. Yeah, is you should actually figure this out and write a column about it. Probably now that I think uh-huh. about it. But what teams, like which NBA team has the most big three players? Because it feels like the Warriors, but that might just be because I know the most about the Warriors. But I mean, specifically, there's so many guys from the We Believe Warriors. like, And the year after the We Believe Warriors. So it's so you've got (laughs) Jackson, Davis, Harrington, Richardson, Powell. Mm hmm. And then I guess Brandon Rush is in that era. He's later. He's a little later. He's a but, Steph Curry warrior, actually. Uh-huh. He doesn't join until like 2009. Right. I think. But then well, he's in college until 2008. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but CJ Watson and then the oh, one yeah. of the co-captains of this next team, the worst branding in basketball, Bivouac. <laughs> Uh, your captain is Josh Smith. Uh-huh. Your co-captain is Will Bynum, who I've I love, fucking love. Will Bynum, dude. Uh huh. Oh, here's the thing about Carlos Arroyo too. By the way, uh-huh. uh, cut by the Warriors by Eric wow. Musselman in training camp. <laughs> um, but also you're forgetting Gilbert Arenas, also a Warrior, Sean. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's. <laughs> Overwhelmingly of a certain era of Golden State Warrior basketball, <laughs> which really feels like a proper legacy for 
what Will the Warriors Bynum, think Will Bynum, I also believe, was cut by the Warriors in a summer in a uh, yeah, training I, camp. I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Anthony Morrow, mm-hmm. Sean Williams, C.J. Wet Leslie, Dion Glover. I love I the captains. Have... Don't like the don't like the bench on this team. Yeah, I think Anthony Mora will be very good in this league. Uh, and Will Bynum is dope. Josh Smith also kind of born to play three on three. Is he going to shoot a lot of fours, though? He ruined his career shooting threes. And now that there's a four available, <laughs> even worse at it. But no, they're going to make it into fourth place and they'll have some crazy comeback where it's like, I can't believe it. Josh Richardson hit four four pointers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our final team. This team is like the all bust team, dude. It's amazing. And like, <laughs> they're going to be the worst team in the league, but they could completely or win it all. This team might go undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the enemies. Captained by Gilbert Arenas. Co-captained Bro. hilariously by Perry Jones III. How did Perry Jones III become a captain? Like, I don't understand. I don't think he's friends with Gilbert Arenas. Who knows, though? <laughs> and then um, Royce White, uh-huh. the rhino Craig Smith. This There's a lot of size on this team, too. And then uh, journeyman Frank Robinson. And he's like, is he the guy that's like, uh, <laughs> does he have some nickname? I thought there was a guy who's like, uh, like a, like a like like playground legend or like, well, a guy I mean, he's an MLB like Hall basket. of Famer. Oh, oh, that guy. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, but no, this Frank Robinson I do not think has a nickname, but he's from the basketball tournament. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's like, um, yes, he played in two game. I don't understand the basketball tournament. This is a dude who's 35 years old. He's from Compton. He played, he went to Fullerton in East Carolina. Uh, he, but he played for in the, in Europe a lot. Yeah, I think uh, this is a ball handling guy who can get his own shot. Is my my take uh-huh. on this? This team, it's weird that they uh, are either going to go undefeated or lose every game. Right, um, and it's really kind of hard to say which one it's going to be. I'm taking because... Tri State this year, baby. That's me. Look, they've hey, done it. I'm they've calling my it. bookie right now. Hey, bookie. $10,000 Tri-State to win the big three. <laughs> uh, the enemies are coached by Rick Mahorn. They also like weirdly have an empty roster spot. It seems like they have a place <laughs> for a additional captain. At which point, you know what that says to me, Joey? Troy Murphy's coming in? No, no. no. <laughs> Mike Dunleavy Jr.? More, I think there's an obvious person for him to, to pick up. Kobe Bryant? Nick Young. Oh, no. I mean, he did play in the NBA last. Why isn't Larry season. Hughes in this this year? Well, that might be the other person or they're waiting for. Antoine Jameson? I don't think Antoine would be very good. In the oh, you, are so they great. waiting on Karan Butler, actually? Uh, They could be. Oh, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. 
and he and he can't like declare for it while the NBA is still going. But the big three is not right. going to start till mid June. Yeah, yeah, because he's yeah. Well, on, he has that TV, new hair right? too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's all, that's the only reason for him to have done that to himself. Um. All right, we have talked about this for forty minutes. Sean. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. But you know what? This is the Patreon app. This is Patreon. They want to hear this. These are the the hardcore big three the diehards. Um, should we talk about an actual hilarious news story though? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right, Sean. In what I described as maybe the most round ball rock story ever, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> James Dolan. Round ball rock uh, superstar is being sued by a group of shareholders in the MSG company because he pays himself way too much money for barely working because he's only playing in with his band all the time. And, and he 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 spends too much time. With his band, The Straight Shot. Yes, JD of the JD and the Straight Shot. And because of that, because the the Straight Shot played like sixty dates last year, mm-hmm. they're saying well, that's I a lot of time. Tell you the to be... exact dates. Hold on. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have it pulled up. Oh good. Uh the news was first reported by Agenda and Pitchfork, who report that Dolan was paid $75.6 million by MSG over the last three years. Quote, mm. By comparison, MSG's peer companies paid their CEOs an average of $17 million for the same three-year period. The complaint reportedly said, Perhaps that wouldn't be a problem if he were more an, a more active CEO, but the complaint said Dolan, quote, Works at MSG only part-time. And then, quote, In 2017, for example, the band performed 50 times in six countries and 41 U.S. cities, an increase from the 32 shows it performed in 2016. In late 2017, the band released its sixth album and is in the process of recording a seventh. Yes, uh, they have six albums, mm-hmm. and soon they will have seven albums. JD and the Straight Shot. Uh, do you want me to read MSG's statement from the matter? Which, let's be honest, is James Dolan's statement. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, I'll do it as bluesy as I can. Okay. This lawsuit amounts to nothing more than corporate harassment. Uh. While a Dolan family spokesperson went after the firm who filed the suit, saying their actions, quote, represent the worst in our legal system. (laughs) They manufacture complaints and then advertise for clients, also known as a trolling. Wow. He, I mean, do you think he, do you think he's got a point? Um, I think probably both are true. I but also I would doesn't work very hard at MSG. Also, no no one should get paid seventy five million dollars for three years. 
Oh, for running the Knicks? <laughs> for how successful he's been running the Knicks? I mean, like, look, Carmelo Anthony, what say what you will, was better at his job than James Dolan was at his job. Correct. For, I guess, relatively comparable compensation. Also, he owns the team. Like, it's ridiculous, James Dolan. <laughs> um, Sean, what would James Dolan have to do to have earned $75 million for three years? Uh, be a 40% jump shooter? Yeah, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by James Dolan's standards, um, be within six years of uh, a year where he was an all-star reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> be Joe Johnson? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like a little, like, okay, you gotta be in your early 30s. Um, also, maybe you pre- maybe previously, if he had spent like either three years working in a coal mine or playing for Tom Thibodeau, I think that would be <laughs> something that you'd really want. Um, yeah, or um, here's a question though. Yeah, okay. So James Dolan notably writes songs about his troubles. He does, he and does. he's working on an album right now. Uh-huh. Are all of his songs gonna be about getting sued by jerks and Bill Simmons? Oh, I think that'll be it. It'll be like Wogan <laughs> for Danny Ainge, <laughs> lying to me. <laughs> so he's written before he wrote. I should have known about Harvey Weinstein, yeah. and then he's gonna be like, like. He also has a song called "Fix the Knicks." Right. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Um, good. Ori- super original composition. Spent a lot of time on it. Uh, then, of course, he's going to have like blood sucking leeches, which will be about the lawyers. Um, It'll be called like I got the being trolled blues. Oh yeah, because it's, it's talking about trolling. Yeah, yeah. The being trolled blues is pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I'm not mad you're becoming a corn cob (laughs) stockholders drag me to the courthouse and I'm feeling oh so low (laughs) like is there is there like would could he be could he somehow be attributing his troubles to a mean old woman somehow? <laughs> mean old woman convinced me to sign Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> um anyway, uh good job. I MSG stockholders, yeah, I, I guess. guess. I don't know. It's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. It's not gonna happen, guys. Oh, by the way, that open Gilbert Arenas roster spot is uh, for Lamar Odom. Oh, right. We forgot to read Lamar Odom. Yeah. And he's going, well, it was not listed there. It was like a surprise bonus <sighs> after the draft. Anyway, so. um, all right. And our next story. This is another great, great round ball rock story, I got to say. Um, <laughs> Amin El Hassan and Ramona Shelburne. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> said on ESPN. Here, I'll read the Amin El-Hassan quote. 
Um, do you remember that episode in Family Guy, Ramona, where Peter Griffin is like... <laughs> uh, but no, he said, quote, Some agents and GMs around the league have dubbed her uh, Linda Rambis the shadow owner of the Lakers. That everything goes through Linda Rambis, and if you want to convince Jeannie Buss of something, you've got to get to Linda first. And this came out because... For some reason, Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis's wife, Jeannie mm-hmm. uh, Buss's best was friend, was one of the people who interviewed Monty Williams to be the new coach of the Lakers. Um, and she knows great coaching because she's married to Kurt Rambis <laughs> and she sees it every day. <laughs> I wonder if that's what's going to happen. So so she's not supporting Jason Kidd. Is that what you're saying? It's unclear. I mean, she interviewed <laughs> she interviewed both, I assume, if she interviewed mm-hmm. Monty. Well, I've heard the story today was uh there there is a front runner who's preferred by LeBron James. Do you know what his name is, Joey? Hmm. Bugs Bunny? It's Tyron Lue. Yeah, okay. Who's apparently going to sign up for that again. It almost killed him the first time. It sent him to the hospital. It turned his hair gray. Yeah, he but looks he's, like he he's saw re- a ghost. He's ready for round two <laughs> in, in Los Angeles where he won a ring and also was immortalized forever uh, when Allen Iverson stepped over him. Yeah. Well... Um, they'll probably hire Tyron Lue then, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't, though, LeBron's got to take it up with Linda Rambis. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Linda Rambis, uh, I'm guessing that she took the picture of uh, that Jeannie Buss tweeted out today. Oh, um, what did Jeannie Buss tweet out? She tweeted out, tonight I had a wonderful dinner catching up with at Magic Johnson. Hashtag Lakers forever. Hashtag Lakers for life. Uh, you're forgetting the best part about that picture, though. Okay. Jeannie Bus added a sticker to that picture. Oh, that right. Says breaking, news. breaking news. Sorry. <laughs> that is the most important thing about that. Magic tweeted the same picture with had some great quality time with my sister Jeannie at dinner tonight. Hashtag family forever. Um, it looks like they're they, they've got to just be at like a Japanese restaurant too. It looked like some... they were in a steam room. Uh, <laughs> it did, was a sauna. Like, like a, a steam room. Like it looked like they were in a sauna from uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other weird thing is that the other stuff J- Magic Johnson has been tweeting about today. Um, oh no, I guess today and yesterday he tweeted well wishes to my friends Peebo Bryson, who recently suffered a heart attack, and Larry King, who is currently recovering from a heart procedure. Get well soon. Uh, sorry, someone I, else had a heart attack I, today. Happy, that Magic. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I just want to apologize. I just. The combination of magic, thinking about Magic Johnson's friendship with Peebo Bryson mm-hmm. made me laugh. I did not want him to have a heart attack. Get well soon, Peebo. Well, what's weird about that uh-huh. tweet is someone else had a heart, heart attack today that Magic Johnson definitely knows, and he did not mention it. No, he did, he did actually. Oh, he also okay. did, 
Sending best wishes and get well soon to Danny Ainge, Celtics president of basketball operations. Glad he added that. <laughs> Who is one of the toughest and most fierce competitors I've ever played against. Nice thing to say. Weird that he included president of basketball operations. Look, Magic is going to do what he's going to do on Twitter, man. You can't stop him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And you know what? I bet a lot of people follow Magic Johnson, you know, because they know his work on television, but they don't, they're not necessarily fans of the NBA. You know what I mean? Um, sure. Here's, look, we're, we've, we're mean to Danny Ainge all the time. Yes. Uh, he had a heart attack today. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to take the time to be mean about him. All I'm going to say is, Danny Ainge, you got injured in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You have to trade yourself. Yes. It's the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, also, also, I believe the Republican Party should trade Tanner Ainge because they had a, a re- he had a relative had a tragedy in the playoffs. But seriously, get well, Danny Ainge. The world would round ball rock would not be the same if not for us mentioning Panera Bread and how much of a jerk you are to players. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, and honestly, I think trade yourself. I think I think this is an indictment of Chipotle too. Uh, yeah, I would say it's definitely an indictment of Chipotle and Panera Bread, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, Shame on you. <laughs> uh, D'Angelo Russell was busted with weed, John. Yes, I still don't really understand. Because he, <laughs> he was caught with the weed upon arrival in an airport, right? Well, I do think it was weird. He probably shouldn't have uh, Snapchatted himself packing the weed into the the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't snitch on yourself, D'Angelo, you know? <laughs> That's a rough... I mean, of course he was recording everything. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a wire. That's what snitches do, but... <laughs> yeah, this is like... Keep going, I can't keep going. This. It's like first off, we should it, be legal. Let's get that straight yeah. off the bat. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell has done nothing wrong here. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say he hasn't done it. He, he did something that should not be illegal. I'm not gonna say he didn't do something <laughs> well wrong. You know where the weed was hiding, Sean? Yes, I do. <laughs> In a fake Arizona iced tea can. Yes. Which, first off hilarious weed hiding spot whoever designed the arizona iced tea can that you hide your weed yes um very funny but also you can't bring liquids on a plane right 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 exactly (laughs) that's suspicious (laughs) you know what else you shouldn't hide your weed inside of Uh, a toy bomb (laughs) they'll find that they're like yeah just do this imitation C4 was full of cocaine, and they found it. But also, state of New York, what <laughs> are you doing? Legalize it, baby. Yeah. Also, oh, he, free Mumia. <laughs> he got a he got a summons. But yeah, this feels like this is like when a jailhouse snitch gets caught like robbing a liquor store. No, it's more like uh, when a jail when a when. You know, an informant, it turns out he was just uh, 
informing on his uh, competitors. Oh, you know what I yeah, mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I'm sure you know, Swaggy P also smokes a ton of weed. Um, <laughs> that is true. Wow. Yeah. Uh, will this affect D'Angelo Russell's contract, Sean? Um, I don't think it will. It but will not. <laughs> here's the thing. This is um. I'm trying to think of who I picked this up from. I think it was Matt Taibbi talked about this, how um, when you're when you're like looking for values in the NFL draft, mm-hmm. if you have a guy that's like dropping down because he got he failed like a weed drug test in college. Yeah, that's like a guy to go for because he's undervalued. But anybody that got in trouble between the end of the college football season and the draft mm-hmm. That's a real red flag that like they didn't have to do anything except not screw up their draft position. And so this that that would concern me with D'Angelo Russell, where it's like all you had to do was do like literally nothing in the next two and a half mm-hmm. months. Just get paid. I, and, just, uh, I don't think bringing weed on a plane is it doesn't matter. They probably do have weed in Louisville, Kentucky, though. But probably it's shittier weed. Mm-hmm. That's probably the that's probably the real hook behind it. He didn't have that much weed either. So, uh, all right. Uh, Timberwolves hired Gerson Rosas to be their GM. Yeah, um, the only thing I remember about this guy is that he quit his job as the Mavs GM after a couple of months, and then just like went back to the Rockets. Was it because of Pants DJ? Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. Look, it's a it's a good sign. Anybody voluntarily resigning from the Mavs front office, no matter what, voluntarily, I'm saying, yeah. not not yes, yeah, forced. Yeah. But um, yeah, it probably speaks well to his character, <laughs> and the Timberwolves will probably continue to miss the playoffs. All so. right, uh, weird news out of Memphis, Sean. Yes, Sarunas Yesikevishish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe bench hero from the 2007 We Believe Warriors. Oh my god, I thought he was going to be like the key to that trade, Joey. I know, me too. Uh, <laughs> might end up being the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. Incredible. Um, uh, the only reason we're reading this is, uh, as you may have heard based on the half an hour on the big three draft, uh, any news about a 2007 Warrior is news on... On Round Ball Rock, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's in our charter. And for the same reason, any negative news about Tony Parker, Carlos Boozer, or Derek Fisher is also prominently featured. Correct. In, in the, yeah. All right, and our our final story uh, is not a basketball story at all. Uh, the Boston Red Sox stopped playing Fortnite in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, is it because of Apex Legends? <laughs> They've switched. They're just playing totally different games. <laughs> Baseball writers are like too old to even understand that. It's like you're not playing Fortnite. It sounds like they want to be at uh, the apex of their concentration uh, and uh, they're playing like legends again. <laughs> uh, they, I actually heard they switched to Minecraft. Ooh, Ooh much better. <laughs> Minecraft, Doc. Um, uh, here's a question, though. Uh, they've been sucking really bad, mm-hmm. um, and they quit Fortnite. 
Yes. Is Jimmy Butler going to sign with the Boston Red Sox? <laughs> I think yes, he is. I think he is. They need a they need a guy to come in there and take control of that clubhouse. <laughs> um, Where do you, would Jimmy just be a DH? Do you think? Where would you play him? He could be like a. I, I think he could play first base. He could be like the last. He could be like a Richie Sexton type. Oh, yeah, because he's yeah. so tall. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and I could also see him like playing left field and constantly trying to like back down the monster instinctively. He's sure. always has his back against the left field wall, calling for the ball. <laughs> I got a mouse of the house. Honestly, though, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this might have been Jimmy Butler's idea, and he told Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that's uh, right. On one of those half-hour phone calls, Mark Wahlberg blocks instead of that, but calls him family time, you know? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Delirious with a lack of sleep. He's worked out for five hours. He woke up at 3.30 he ate in the two morning. snacks. He played golf for 30 minutes. <laughs> and Jimmy Butler's like, hey, they're playing Fortnite. And Mark Wahlberg immediately woke up Xander Bogarts in the middle of the night. And I was like, how can you guys keep playing Fortnite? My friend Jimmy he says you got to cut that out in the clubhouse. Excuse me. Got to go blind a Vietnamese man. <laughs> um, feel it. Feel it. Um, Come on. on. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the playoffs. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're going to be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. Uh, so the Sixers beat the Raptors in game three, Sean. Um, mm. Joel Embiid, three for three from three. Yeah. Uh, but my main question about this Sixers Sixers Raptors series is uh yeah. the fuck is up with Brett Brown, man? <laughs> oh my god. Why does he look like a uh like an investment banker who just learned the market crashed three hours ago? Yeah, his his face is always red. His He's hair is shaven. <laughs> well, but also like like un Unkempt. He's like yeah. just unkempt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's he not... looks like he slept on a park bench. He does, and he's like he's rumpled. His face is kind of red. His yeah. bleary. He like looks his, like his... Gil from the uh, from the Simpsons. Uh, he really needs to make a sale. <laughs> Although I feel like his look is finally matching his voice more correctly. These leads are shit. <laughs> He's like the guy who didn't have the guts to break into the office. <laughs> yeah, he is a real like, uh, like he's like if Jack Lemon was metrosexual. That's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Nick Nurse. I get like okay. I'm gonna say that that Brett Bradsbrook looks like he has told people his wife was like sick and dying, uh-huh. and she actually like left him and fled the country years <laughs> earlier. 
Yeah, he looks like he's giving a 2020 missing wife interview. Yeah, and then sure. we're going to learn that he murdered his wife. <laughs> and he's just, it's just like the pressure of that and the Sixers coaching job is like just too much for him. He's like, li- maybe he's living out a gone girl scenario and we don't know it. <laughs> and again, this is a. This is a situation where Jimmy Butler needs to inform Mark Wahlberg what's happening. Um, but meanwhile, Nick Nurse mm-hmm. looks like if you drew a cartoon of Drew Carey. Yeah, it's <laughs> he, he has like extreme recently divorced energy to everything. Like he, yeah, he's wearing he's wearing the glasses of a twenty two year old blogger. Mm-hmm. He's he's like basketball Joe Madden kind he, of. Uh, no, you know what he looks like? He looks like someone who <laughs> who dressed up to go to one of those arcade fire concerts. Right. <laughs> he didn't realize that that no one else was going to. Well, just like like <laughs> Someone in the Discord mentioned that he really looks a lot. There's like a heavy Glenn Beck vibe. There is a Glenn Beck vibe. Which, which is sort of not really his. He just looks like Glenn Beck. No, he not- looks like a man in a costume. He looks like an yeah. imposter, which is what Glenn Beck looks like. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's like he's he's it's not clear what he's pretending to be, but it's something he's not. He looks like he went as ska nerd for Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, someone did. Yeah, that's. It just seems like 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 we're, they're gonna pan down, and he's gonna be wearing bowling shoes. You know, <laughs> he looks like he's auditioning <laughs> for the dancer of Mighty Mighty Boston. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not gonna get it. <laughs> right. Well, it's like it's like somebody he's like a time traveler from a hundred years ago where someone just tried to like patch together an outfit from just like oh these are the only remnants of blogs we have. <laughs> computers like this. This what a human would wear in twenty nineteen. But there's also like a bit of a pickup artist vibe to it. Yeah. Like he's talking. <laughs> he also kinda looks like you know. The Descendants cartoon of Milo. Um, the Milo goes to college. Oh yeah, album yeah, yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like Milo got an insurance job, <laughs> <laughs> but he's still showing everybody that he's punk. You know what uh, I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Coach Milo, he's the economic. <laughs> um. Yeah, this are, these are two very disparate coach looks, for sure. Um, but yeah, Sean, did anything happen in Game 3 that made you change your mind about what you think is going to happen in the series? Um, I mean, the Sixers were really, really good. Here's the thing that happened, mainly, is you um, you brought up this possibility of the Raptors raptoring it up. Yeah, that's what's happening. They're they, raptoring it up. They've been raptoring it up. Like, Kawhi was very good. And Siakam the... was okay, too, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought so. Kawhi and Siakam are the only Raptors who don't raptor. The main thing I that happened, yeah. The main thing that happened is 
Toronto's offense has just gotten like shut down mm-hmm. two games in a row. And yeah, Sianca, I cannot believe this is happening to a Kyle Lowry team. I know. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, 0 for 4 from 3, 2 of 10 overall. Just like didn't seem to want any part of anything. So Mark Gasol also had seven points. Kyle Lowry had seven points. It seemed like Danny Green was stepping up. And uh, basically, Toronto is just terrible whenever Kawhi is not on the court. It was so bad, Kendrick Perkins yelled at Serge Ibaka on Twitter. Oh, my God. Yeah, terrible. And honestly, Serge was not nearly the worst Raptor or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, the Van Vliet-Lowry-Together lineup was just terrible. I'm telling you. Uh, put in Jeremy Lin. Jeremy baby. Lin. Curveball. Change up. Look, Look, they, they played 12 guys tonight. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think the Raptors are going to win this weekend, though. Um, I mean, it seems like it's just, just having... very. It, look, for the Raptors to truly Raptor, this has to go seven games. Right, right. They got to lose it at home in front of the. Yeah. <laughs> they got to lose it for the home fans. Oh, God. Um, Embiid was very good. Jimmy Butler was really good again. Um, also, weirdly, um, watching this series and then watching the Warriors series, it just really feels like uh, if. James Ennison, if James Ennis was on the Rockets, he'd be playing like 28 minutes in their series with Exodus the Warriors. stunk on the Rockets, man. They they sold him. He was terrible. This was a this is a trick. It's it James Ennis is a hologram, just like Derek Favors, baby. This isn't going to last, I'm telling you. I just um, he, I mean, he seemed like he was kind of okay for Houston. I think they're maybe a little impatient over there. Mm. He started 25 games, shot 37% from three. I don't know, man. I don't know. It, but yeah, he's. Um, they Mike chose Scott. Austin Rivers over him. Just remember that. Oh, God. Well, I mean, Austin was also exactly. better than a lot of those guys. Uh, ben Simmons elbowed Kyle Lowry in the nuts, and uh, Pascal Siakam tripped Joel Embiid. Both, like, kind of equally dirty plays. Suspend them both! De- <laughs> ben Simmons definitely thought he could get away with it, too. Yeah. Uh, no nut punching, all right, guys? Don't, don't use your elbow. That's gross. Uh, and then the Blazers blew out the Nuggets yesterday, which was a bummer, because... We were kind of counting on that series of having all good games. That was a weird game because it was like the Blazers seemed like they were up between seven and 13 points for like 20 straight minutes. And Denver got such an insane number of offensive rebounds. And but part of it was just that they kept missing layups after getting offensive rebounds. The only thing I got to say about this series is Mm -hmm. one sentence. If as if I'm a Nuggets fan, and it is Malik Beasley gotta play more. Um, every time he plays, he's really good, and Will Barton is not, even though he had seven points in that first game or whatever. Yeah, um, he he. It just seems like Jokic is they. They're really selling out to stop Jokic. Yeah, and uh, only Malik Beasley can save them. Uh. Sean, do you wanna do you wanna read this one thing we have here? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some fans made fun of Ennis Cantor for being said, in like, exile from Turkey. They were like, "Go back to Turkey, oh you can't." Yeah, uh, which Denver. I know you haven't been to the playoffs in a really long time, but uh, act like you've been there before. You're... Here's the other thing. There's right. plenty of shit you could make fun of Ennis Cantor for completely legitimately. Yeah. He uh, broke his arm punching a folding chair. Uh, he was waved by the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> All those things pretty much fair game, but like at the same time... Um, Don't cheer for Erdogan. Also, the NBA stepped up, and uh, they were... I think League Pass was not showing uh, Portland games in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And NBA fired that vendor and hired somebody else. That's tight. And like fired whoever the NBA Turkey social manager, social media manager is. Great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, in your face, Erdogan. Uh. Hopefully that game is close this weekend because. Uh. We need we need more good games. Look, we were kind of bummed about the games tonight, so instead we talked about the big three draft for forty minutes. <laughs> And even that game where the Sixers, the Sixers were awesome, but it was also like, it just, it was a bummer to see all those Raptors doing that. Yeah. To Raptor it up. Um, all right, Sean, baby. <laughs> is there anything you want to plug? Um, oh yeah, you can check out, um, I think it's available on iTunes now. Heroin, butt sex, the Lord of the Rings, the podcast. I have, uh, I'm going to have a, weekly column on yard barker on thursdays starting next week Oh, great uh, i don't know what the first one is about yet but you can also read my jason kid piece and my belated guide i mean you can still read it now it's a guide to the second round of the playoffs and then as for me you can always follow me on twitter at frankie muniz we're nine hours ago i tweeted it's been about 15 months since i signed into facebook it was tough to break the habit at first, but now I feel so free. Twitter and Instagram might be next, but I'll always keep my MySpace. Uh, hey, can you guys do me a favor, actually? Uh, you're my most, most loyal, our most loyal fans, obviously. Um, please tweet at Frankie Muniz and tell him not to, tw- not to quit Twitter, but also don't tell him why, because I don't want him to know about our show. <laughs> yeah. But please don't snitch. Don't snitch tag us. I don't. I don't want to have to get a new bit to end the show with. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, we need you, Frankie. Look, outrageous <laughs> olive oil needs this social media it's, push. It's true. Uh, Sean, did you write a song this week? I did. I did write a song this week. Oh, great. Um, uh, as you know, the the Patreon shows they don't have songs about Luka Doncic. Uh, generally, they have songs about NBA coaches. This week, it's a song about an NBA owner. Oh, is it? Is it Tillman Fertitta? It is not Tillman Fertitta. It is, in fact, New York Knicks owner James Dolan. Mm, topical. I talked to uh, my friend John Fogarty. Is it uh, Linda Rambis? Hey. It's not, it's not it's not about a shadow owner. It's a real owner. Uh the song is called Proud Jimmy. I wish I'd said is it Linda Rambas first. Anyway, uh <laughs> uh trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, and shut it down. Thank you once again for being our friend. 
let's go home. <laughs> Left a job at Cablevision, sexually harassing every night and day. But I never felt more like a desperado Till I'd look ten dates for the Eagles to play Nick French, just keep on pointing Proud Jimmy, keep on pointing Dolan, Dolan, Dolan on the river Signed a lot of bad free agents Gave Isaiah millions to ruin my team But I never knew the power of the guitar Till I wrote a song about Harvey Weinstein Front office keep on joining Proud Jimmy keep on oining Dolan, Dolan, Dolan on the river Hi, this is James Dolan, and I am a blues man. Like Robert Johnson, I also sold my soul to the devil. But I did it to get Andre Bargnani. <laughs> Honestly, when they suggested a pick swap, I thought they meant trading vintage guitar picks. Like the one I stole out of Dwayne Allman's grave. Looks like that little mistake cost me Jakob Pertle, Jonah Bolden, and my immortal soul. That's a whoopsie. That's on Dolan. Dolan, Dolan, Dolan on the river. If you come play at the garden, you'll have Frankie Smokes and Moody A. There's no more abuses, I will write you music But if you lose, I'm singing on the team plane Jim Varney, keep hay voining Proud Jimmy, keep on oining Dolan, Dolan, Dolan on the river The Hudson River Dolan, Dolan Dolan on the river. Hey, what if I brought Isaiah Thomas back? Wouldn't that be fun? Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Durant's weird best friend, and my president of basketball operations, Joe Walsh. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.